Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm so glad to have you with us. And uh, we've been talking about core values. We talked about it on our last podcast, and I want to hook up again with it. Core values are those spiritual things at the center of who you are as a Christian that you know and believe. Now, I'm not talking about doctrine. Well, this is my doctrine. I'm talking about things that affect your life and your behavior and how you live as a Christian. And I read the scripture, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, um, I'm sorry, chapter 4, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2, where Paul talked about this in his own life and said, look, these are just core values. This is the way I'm going to do things, and I'm not going to change. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be open. I'm not going to be secret. I'm not going to be underhanded. I'm not going to deal craftily. Because there is a lot of that going on in the body of Christ. And you better know what your core values are because you have to not only stand before men, you have to stand before God. And uh, we're not perfect. No one is. But I just want to encourage you and challenge you to know that there are certain things that are core values, spiritual core values that you have and you've got to stick with them. Let me give you another example from the from the Word of God, and I'm going to just tell you this. You can, I'm sure you probably already are familiar with this. But Paul got a revelation, a powerful revelation. I mean, he taught it to all of us about the dispensation of grace, and that God joined the Jews and the Gentiles into one body, and uh, there was no longer any separation. And that that whosoever believes uh, can receive from God, and that that was one of his core values. He believed that he he lived by that. And this man was a Jew of all Jews, as most of you know. I mean, he had a pedigree as a as a Jewish man from his education. Um, to his lifestyle, you name it. But when he got saved, something happened to him, and he saw the whole world. Well, not only is that a core value for Paul, that should be a core value for every believer. So something interesting happened. Uh, Peter got the same revelation. And if you know the story, you know that... that um, uh, an angel appeared to Cornelius in a dream and said, uh, go down, told him where to go down to Joppa, to Simon the Tanners, and you'll find Peter, and he'll come back and he'll tell you what you need to know to receive eternal life. So Cornelius did that. Well, Peter's praying at the same time, and he has this powerful vision of this sheet coming down full of unclean animals. And the Lord spoke to him and said, kill and eat. And, of course, Peter, being a Jew, said, Lord, those are, I'm paraphrasing here, those are nasty. I'm not going to eat those. I don't eat unclean things. And God spoke to him very strongly. What I say is clean, don't you dare say is unclean. Well, we know that he was not talking about catfish and shrimp. And uh, those of you in another part of the world, you don't may not even know what catfish are. But, but uh, he was talking about people. Then, as he's getting this vision, there's a knock on the door, and if these men from Cornelius' house come, and the Holy Spirit says, go with them. Well, immediately, 
Peter knew these were Gentiles. He had never had associations with them, nor did he want to, but he knew that the Holy Spirit told him to go. So he went, and it's interesting because he had to bring people with him. He didn't want to go by himself, so he brought people with him. And so Peter comes into Cornelius' house, and he, he says, well, I guess I'm going to have to preach to them what I preached on the day of Pentecost. And basically, that's what he did. While he was speaking, the Word of God says, the Holy Spirit fell on them just as on the day of Pentecost, and they began to speak with other tongues. Well, Peter made this startling revelation. I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. That's a core value. God is not a respecter of persons. God's not a respecter of money. God is not a respecter of persons. So Peter got it. But then Paul had to write Peter, I'm sorry, uh, not write him, get in, in his face, because Peter did just the opposite of what he had been he had been revealed to him, the core value that he had. Because there was a setting where he was sitting, eating with the Gentiles, enjoying everything with them, and then the Jews who were believers came to town. And you know what he did? He separated himself from them. Now, that didn't sit well with Paul because one of his core values was God has brought us together. We're one. And so he rebuked Peter for that. And later on, you'll find out Peter accepted that rebuke and realized he was wrong. But it was a core value to Paul. Peter compromised that value because of people. You've got to be careful about that. Because, listen to me, you read the Word of God, and God said that, that the body of Christ is one body. And those who don't even need seem to be significant really are more significant. And God actually makes them more significant to bring them up equal with those who are not, who are significant. But I've watched over the years people violate, almost even as Peter did, violate their core value of understanding that we're one body and literally walking away from certain people to be with other people because they were people of influence, people of money, people of fame, and violated that core value in their life. I think maybe you're getting a revelation of core value here. And once you, once you do that, you better recognize you've made a mistake and back up, just like Peter did. Because if you don't, then you're, you're going to find yourself trying to accommodate rather than live by your core values, what you believe. And one of, one of my mentors, Dr. Lester Summerall, was a great man of God, and he had very strong core values about what he believed. And, and he would not allow those to be violated, and it didn't matter whose company he was in. I've seen him in the presence of people of fame, people of wealth, and he did not act any different toward them than the common man on the street. Why? Because that's a core value. And I want to challenge you today. 
What is your core value regarding that? What, what, what is it? Do you walk away from a common person, somebody maybe who's serving in your church, and ignore them because somebody famous walks in or somebody comes in who is, uh, who is more attractive or more uh, in line with if what you think you want to be like? You better be careful because I want to tell you that's not, that's not what God wants for you. God is not a respecter of persons. So you understand that that is a core value, and you've got to be very careful that you don't violate that core value in your life. If you understand that, then God can use you in a great way, and you'd be amazed at where God will take you because it's really called humility. And you're able to walk among every person. And really, that's what Jesus did. In fact, he kind of went overboard about it. And, and it, it's been one of my core values my whole Christian life. And in fact, my wife had to really get on to me one time a number of years ago because in an effort not to be favorites with people, for example, in the church who had money, I would ignore them <laughs> for people of lesser natural stature. Maybe they didn't have money. And and my wife got on to me and said, you're still being a respecter of persons because now you're ignoring that person. You ought to treat everybody the same. And I had to repent and realize, you know what? She was right. That's exactly what I need to do. That's a core value in my life. And I strive to do that. Now, listen, if I'm in somebody's presence, uh, the president of the United States or, or somebody um, that has done something wonderful, Billy Graham, or someone uh, uh, of, of great stature in the Christian community, I'm going to give them reverence. But I'm not going to violate my core values when I do it. And so you've got to be very careful about that because Jesus taught very clearly about this, that, that, um, uh, that there, he talked about the Pharisees wanting the best seat at the table. And, and he said, don't do that. You go sit at the back, and if they want you at the front, they'll call you. And I've always felt like that was the way we're supposed to live our lives. So I just want to ca- encourage you today that, that there are core values. And those, those that I've talked about in these last two podcasts are things that really we ought to all have in our lives. And so I want to challenge you to allow those core values uh, to lead you and guide you in your destiny. And I'm going to hook back up with this on our next podcast. So stay tuned. We're so glad you came, uh, listen today, and look forward to our next time together. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.